Welcome to Females and Fine Fettle, from Wiped Out to Wealthy. This is where conscientious women entrepreneurs and women living like a boss come to learn about balancing their personal and professional wellness with ease. If you have the enthusiasm, motivation, and grit to make it happen, then listen up every Monday. To be sure you don't miss an episode, sign up for weekly updates at femalesandfinefettle.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please don't apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now, here are your hosts, Ashley Rose and Dr. Michelle, functional medicine doctor, naturopathic physician, and East Asian medical practitioner. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another week. Since it's December and our theme this month is reflection and gratitude, we chatted last week about purposeful planning for 2018. Looking back at your year and thinking of those goals you want to bring with you to flourish in the new year and those goals you want to chuck. We gathered some great resources and offered tips for not only mapping out your year, but also how to get started in the first place and where to turn to for support. Check out episode 21 for those details and we hope you get inspired. And today, kind of on the flip side of our last episode, we want to talk about the inevitable failures, pitfalls, missteps in life that take us off course, namely sabotaging our own healing process. It often comes up on this podcast and in life that the first thing we sacrifice in the face of our mounting priorities and obligations is ourselves. And when it comes to this topic, we're coming at it from many angles because your healing could be on a physical, spiritual, emotional level or in the career, social, romantic, sexual sphere. Consider any one area of life, and I'm sure there is a desire for improvement. So we'll go through the legitimate reasons we find, or lame excuses we create, that get in the way of our healing and growth. And then we'll switch gears to get amped up on ways to get back and stay on course. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) After 35 years of existing in this world, um, I truly believe that everyone wants to be healthy and happy. I mean, no one consciously chooses discomfort and disease, right? So with over a decade under my belt in the natural health world, I can easily say that I've never met anyone who said they'd rather be sick or stay sick, but I have met far too many people that either aren't willing or they show huge amounts of resistance to do what's needed to really shift their health trajectory. So if we want to get down to it, we need to admit that the conscious mind is really only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what we're thinking and telling ourselves on a daily or more likely minute by minute basis. So Our underlying programming, our understanding of life, our perception of reality, old memories and current conditions, these are all present um, in this enormous data bank called our subconscious mind. I'm sure you've heard of it. It records everything and it knows more about what you believe than your conscious awakened state ever will. Um, Being that it's in our subconscious mind, we really can't identify what those underlying beliefs are until we start to take action and have experiences in the world. Whether we like it or not, we act and live according to what we've been conditioned to believe. And a lot of times we have beliefs we didn't even know we had. So how does self-sabotage come into play? It's a tricky business because so often it can seem as if there are external forces that stand in the way of our healing, our growth, our success. And it can be very difficult to admit that we're the ones in charge when we're in a slump. 
Sometimes just being reminded of the ways in which we sabotage ourselves can shine a light on the problem and motivate us to act. A popular reason is the very obvious fear of failure or fear of making mistakes. And I get it. It's an easy way to stop us in our tracks. But I heard a very inspiring TED Talk recently by Astro Teller. He's the head of X, formerly known as Google X, and it was called The Unexpected Benefit of Celebrating Failure. That essentially focuses on the old adage, no risk, no reward, and acknowledges that when we fail, that not only means we've started, but we've also tried and should try again. I highly recommend checking that one out. And this great quote arrived in my inbox just the other day by Katherine Hepburn. She said, we are taught you must blame your father, your sisters, your brothers, the school, the teachers, but never blame yourself. It's never your fault, but it's always your fault because if you wanted to change, you're the one who has got to change. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, self-sabotage simply means standing in your own way. And we want to bring to light some reasons behind the self-sabotage and some ways to get the heck out of your own way so you can actually heal on a deep and permanent level. So although I'm sure there are more, I've come across three main ways that people can and do sabotage their own healing. So the first belief that people have is you're not worthy. When we lack self-love, which can happen for a variety of reasons. We can literally feel unworthy of reaching our goals of optimal health and happiness. Even though you might consciously want to shift the trajectory of your health and accomplish those health goals, your subconscious is battling with you and causing you to basically continually make choices and those excuses that ultimately keep you stuck and stagnant. This mindset typically stems from holding on to old hurts. Usually events or experiences that happened to us as children and where you as a child basically give in to the belief that life doesn't get any better and therefore you don't deserve any better. And as you mature and grow, any experience that resembles that pattern uh, just validates that underlying belief. So it can be really tricky to break that neurological habit. Yeah, and along the same vein, you may also get caught in the loop from a young age into adulthood of constantly comparing yourself to others or always complaining about people, your life, the circumstances they're in, or your perceived bad luck. Yeah, for sure. And many times uh, this can sort of manifest itself as creating, quote, valid excuses to, you know, not do or make the healthy choice. Like, it's too expensive. I don't have time or I need to do this, that, and the other before I can actually get started. Oh, yeah. The habit of procrastination or, contrastly, the habit of perfectionism. I'm definitely guilty of both. And these excuses may also come up because of an inability to plan ahead. Another self-sabotage roadblock. Yeah, totally. I have for sure been um, guilty of both procrastination and perfectionism. Um, so you're, back to your conscious mind, it likes these excuses because it totally makes rational sense, right? But your subconscious mind loves this because it keeps you safe in that patterned loop of belief. I also see this pattern in people who are constantly putting others before themselves. 
Uh, These people are almost adverse to self-care and see it as selfish or extravagant or just unnecessary. To break the pattern, you'll most likely need to work closely with someone because you'll need to do some strategic work to replace that underlying belief depending on where it stems from. So you might want to consider seeking help from a skilled therapist or even someone like a health coach. And on your own, you know what you want to achieve. So if you make a concerted effort to get to the bottom of your self-sabotage, I'm sure the answers are there. Sit down with yourself and write what goal you have in mind. I'm sure we have many, but start with one. And you want to quit smoking. You want to start a business, find a more fulfilling job, go back to school, learn an instrument, whatever. Then be very honest with yourself and pinpoint the specific triggers that cause you to veer off course. You are in control of whether or not you set yourself along the path to these triggers. If certain people or situations cause you to be unhealthy toward yourself, like smoking or drinking, what have you, create new environments for yourself. If you start to spiral into self-doubt when looking at social or other media, Create new accounts on Bloglovin and Instagram and only follow people that inspire you to action, not inaction. And another and quite obvious tactic is to project where you would be in five or ten years had you not followed through with your goal. If furthering your education or starting a business are on the menu, think of the jobs you would qualify for in five years with a degree that you would not without or the beginner's hurdles you would have overcome as a new business owner by year five. Recognize and keep telling yourself that you are worthy. Yeah, you're worthy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and the second belief that I see and hear quite frequently is that you fear that you will lose your identity. So without even knowing it, you might be holding on to your symptoms or your condition as an identity. You know those support groups for various ailments and conditions? Yeah, I'm actually not a fan. Why? Because it actually keeps people stuck in the identity of their condition. This is one of the most frustrating beliefs because it's kind of like a double-edged sword. On one hand, you have this super supportive community and research lately has been showing some serious benefits to healing in community. Uh, The Blue Zones book is actually a really good resource if you want to check that out. But on the other hand, you create a community around people who are sick and suffering. So to recover and create health in your life actually risks losing this community because you're no longer, quote, a member of the group. And if we aren't part of a group, then we're alone, right? Well, wrong. There are new communities to be a part of full of, you know, like-minded people who are constantly working on their mind, body, and spirit in a positive way. These are the people who are going to not only, you know, support you along your transition to health, but also help you maintain that healthier lifestyle. Yes, I totally agree. I do think support groups have their place, but are more effective with a twist. Rather than gaining support in a community centered around what you've changed or given up, To become a healthier person, find that community that is living the life you want to be living and surround yourself with people that remind you of what you're gaining, not what you've left behind. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. And our third belief um, is that you're scared of having a new identity. 
This one is definitely related to the previous belief of losing your identity, but being scared of a new identity. It's ingrained in our nature to feel safe and comfortable, right? If we step into the unknown, we become vulnerable. So a lot of times I see this when people say, you know, oh, I'm fine, or I think it'll just always be this way. These are the people who are stuck in their comfort zone and not willing to make a healing commitment to themselves, or they're just waiting for some sort of magical shift to happen without putting in any effort towards improving their current situation. There's also the issue with friends and family aiding in our sabotage, especially in this category. And this is particularly common around the holiday season. You might witness this as snarky comments, uh, setting temptation right under your nose, and or isolating you in some other forms. I'm sure we've all heard it at one point or another. You know, things like, you're no fun anymore, or what's the big deal about a slice or two of pizza, or but I made this meal for you, you have to eat it. Or (laughs) you don't need to lose any weight, you're just fine the way you are. Or can't you just skip exercising for this once? Or it's my birthday, one piece of cake won't hurt. Or why can't you loosen up and eat what everybody else is eating? When we're up against this sort of attack, which it really is an attack, it can definitely cause our conviction to waver. Yes, and rightly so, since often it's just blatant manipulation masked as positive distraction or laxness. But it can help to arm yourself prior to these interactions as much as we possibly can. Tell your family members what your health goals are prior to gatherings so mom doesn't surprise you with some fattening dish you loved as a child or offer you only meat entrees when you've decided to go vegetarian or bring beverage alternatives if you're cutting out the booze, things like that. Yeah, for sure. Being prepared is so key in those situations. So Before getting started on any health goals this coming year, or really at any time of year, be sure to get clear on your why. So digging deep and finding the why behind your need for healthy change is pretty much the only way we're going to be able to make real sustainable progress. So whenever I have clients think about their why, I have them write it down. And usually the first thing that comes out typically doesn't really pack the punch we need. So I actually have them ask their why five times in sequence. So here's an example of this exercise. So someone comes to me and they say they want to lose weight. So we start with, well, why do you want to lose weight? So my clothes fit more comfortably. Perfect. So why do you want your clothes to fit more comfortably? So I feel better in my body. Great. So why do you want to feel better in your body? So I'm not self-conscious or critical of myself. Great. And why do you want to be less self-conscious and critical of yourself? Because it affects how I behave around my partner, my friends, or at social events. Great. And why does it change your behavior? Because instead of focusing on enjoying the moment and sharing experiences with those I care about, I'm distracted by how I might look to them. Great. So the why for this person, (laughs) Ashley was 
graciously <laughs> participating, um, is that she wants to have the freedom to be more present, enjoy the moment, and genuinely share experiences with those she cares about most. Like, wow, that's really big, right? So I'd recommend that she or he, the person, <laughs> make this their desktop and mobile wallpaper, write sticky notes around the house, and generally see this and read this, why, (laughs) every single day, at least until they meet their goal. So by keeping this why in the forefront of their mind, they'll be able to maintain motivation through the healing process, especially when we hit things like obstacles and plateaus, which are definitely bound to happen. It's the typical ebb and flow in life, right? Now, I know that you know weight loss might not be your goal, but this gives you a really good example of how to do the practice yourself. So your homework this week is to find your why. And there you have it. Whenever you're feeling stuck, it's definitely time to regroup with yourself and be honest with the triggers that are preventing you from moving forward with your goals and find your why. Be sure to visit femalesinfinefettle.com and click on episode 22 to grab your freebie. This week, Dr. Michelle is launching her care package, which stands for Comforting Artisanal Recharge Essentials and is offering 10% off your first box. It's the perfect companion to the self-care and self-love we've been talking about today. Be sure to check it out. Hey, it's Dr. Michelle, and I cannot wait to meet you back here next week. In episode 23, we'll be talking with Rachel Monique Maskell about how she is bringing back the art and healing behind sharing our stories through story circles and story medicine. It's a powerful episode, so be sure to check it out. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Females and Fine Fettle from Wiped Out to Wealthy, a podcast to fit your lifestyle. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at femalesandfinepedal.com. If you have questions or topic ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to tune in next week.